In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. How we need to hear the Word of God. How we need to read the Word of God. How we need to have that Word in our hearts and in our memories. How many words do you remember about the Word of God? Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. That's one. Jesus wept at Lazarus' death. That's one. There are so many more. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's another one. How many have you committed to memory so that when you're not with the Bible, you can think of the scripture that you have memorized. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. That's John 10. How important it is to receive the word of God and to meditate on it. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. I'm telling you, we need the Word of God. And Catholics especially, we have not been brought up with the Word of God. But you know, we were not brought up with the remote at the television, but we know how to use it. We were not brought up with a microwave, but we know how to use it. Oh, there's so many things we were not brought up with, but we use them. The Word of God now is for you to learn, to love, and to memorize. Just little pieces, that's all you need to re memorize, little pieces. And you keep those pieces in your heart. I'm looking at John, uh, Luke 6, 37. I started this yesterday. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Do you forgive the people who hurt you? Especially if you're very apt to feel things. Have you forgiven those people? Jesus said, forgive, and you will be forgiven. We are not going to be forgiven if we do not forgive. And yet, so many of us carry grudges, and we'll carry those grudges to the grave unless we forgive the people who hurt us. Again, sensitive people have a lot of hurts. Forgive and you shall be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Give. That's your money. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, 
shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you measure, you for, for the measure you give, will be the measure you get back. As Catholics, we've not been taught to give. That's real. You say, well, I put money in the box. Are you giving 10% to the Lord? That's where we start. Well, I can't do that because I can't pay my bills. I told you about Mr. Laubacher, how he couldn't pay his bills. He had a whole lot of children, I think 10. And he was working with a man that was not Catholic, but was a Christian. And the man said to him, you have to start tithing, giving 10% to the Lord. And he said, how can I give 10% to the Lord? I can't pay my bills now. He said, try it. The Lord says, test me, and I will open the windows of heaven. So he started to tithe, and things began to happen. He started to receive checks, and he paid his bills, and he continues to tithe today. This is real. This is real. The measure you give will be measured back to you. He also told them a parable. Can a blind man or a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both of them fall into a pit? A disciple is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully qualified will be like the teacher. I tell you, we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes us like Jesus. We are Jesus in the world if we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, and we need to proclaim Jesus in the world. A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is fully qualified will be like the teacher. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? It's a good question. Or how can you say to your neighbor, Friend, let me take out the speck in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log in your eye? You hypocrite, first take out the log out of your own eye, then you will be able to see clearly and take out the speck out of your neighbor's eye. Oh yes, it's all about judging too. We have no right to judge people. You want to know why? We have no idea where they're coming from. We have no idea where they're coming from. This is so important. Judge not and you will not be judged. We can never judge a person's heart. Never. We must be careful how we deal with people because God so loved the world, people, that he sent his only son. Every person is a blessing to God, and he wants to make them not only blessings, but children of God. For all who received him have become sons and daughters of the Lord. Verse 43 tree 
bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit, for each tree is known by its own fruit. Well, we had a beautiful apple uh, tree at Holy Rosary, and in the spring it was all budded, but it was not a good tree. Every apple was worm-eaten. No one ever sprayed the tree so that it would become a good tree. Not one apple was fit to be eaten because it was not a good tree. It was a bad tree producing bad fruit. Figs are not gathered from thorns, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the measure good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil, for it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. I want you to touch your heart right now. Out of the abundance of your heart the mouth speaks. If your mouth is speaking things that are dark, unforgiving, You've got heart trouble. You've got heart trouble. And Jesus has come to heal your heart trouble. This is a spiritual heart trouble. Oh, yes. Just yesterday I said something that I regretted because it turned out all good. So I said to the Lord last night, Forgive me for opening my mouth. Forgive me for saying what I said, because it all turned out so wonderful. You see, my heart was not good when I made that statement, but I soon repented. I soon repented. Oh, yes, I'm just as normal as you are. I tell you the things that I do. I'm not the saint. I just ask the Lord to give me the Holy Spirit more so that I will become the best tree, producing the best fruit. Verse 46. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? Do you do what the Lord tells you to do? Do you do what the Lord tells you to do? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts upon them. Do you act upon the Word of God? I don't know the Word of God. Well, you better start learning it. Let's listen. That one is like a man building a house who dug deeply and laid the foundation on rock. When the flood arose, the river burst against that house, but could not shake it because it had been well built, built on a rock. Is your life built on Jesus, the rock of rocks? No matter what happens, is your life built upon Jesus, the Lord of Lords and the Rock of Rocks. I want my house to be built on the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Why didn't it fall? It had been well built. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built his house on a ground without a foundation, on sand. When the river burst against it, immediately it fell, and great was the ruin of that house. Like, what's your life built on today? What's my life built on today? Is it built on what we heard Jesus speak? Or is it built on what the world speaks? Oh, the world tells us, you know, just get rich and everything will be fine. And I tell you, you can be rich and everything's not fine. We need the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. We need him to not only touch us, but change us. I remember Macy's daughter, Carrie, she used to say to me as she prayed with me, Lord, change him, change him. And I'd say to Carrie, that's right, I need to be changed more. Change him, change him. She was a Down syndrome child, and she had great faith. I'll never forget the night that we were praying, and she was so taken by the Holy Spirit that she could barely walk out of the door. She was shaken. She was so inflamed with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chapter 7 of St. Luke After Jesus had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum, that's where his home was. A centurion there had a slave whom he valued highly and who was ill and close to death. So what's he going to do? He's going to make, take word to Jesus about this slave. When he heard about Jesus, oh, that's wonderful. I love that word, he heard about Jesus. How many people who do not know Jesus the Lord, and he hears about people through our mouths. We talk about Jesus. How many people do not know Jesus because no one has ever mentioned him to them? Oh, yes. Whenever I hear the name of Jesus taken in vain, I always say, praise the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When he heard about Jesus, he sent some Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and heal his slave. Notice he did not come himself. When they came to Jesus, they appealed to him earnestly, saying, He is worthy of having you do this for him, for he loves our people, and it is he who built our synagogue for us. And Jesus went with them. But when he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume 
to come to you, but only speak the word, and my servant will be healed. That's faith. Faith. Jesus is going to say, I've never found this kind of faith in Israel. This is a man who was a pagan. Let's, let's continue. For I also am a man set under authority with soldiers under me. If I say to one, go, he goes. To another, come, he comes. To my slave, do this. The slave does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him. And turning to the crowd that followed him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. When those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. This centurion knew that he had power over the soldiers, and he knew that Jesus had power over death. The only thing he needed to do was to speak the word. Jesus spoke the word, and the slave was healed. Jesus remarks, I have never found faith like this in all of Israel. I remember Emily. Oh, yes, God bless Emily. She's with the Lord now. And she was in Germany and lost the ticket for the train. And uh, she went to visit her father's grave with another person. And the other person said, how are you going to get on the train? Emily said, I don't have a ticket. The other person says, let's pray the double our father. Emily said, what's the double our father? Our father who art in heaven, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven, and so on. They prayed it. And when they left the cemetery, they were going to cross the curb, and there was the ticket in a little nest. Oh, yes. Every once in a while when I find it impossible for things to happen, I pray the double our Father. It's a meditation on on the uh, words of Jesus. He taught us to pray. When he said, when you pray, you pray our Father. I remember being in the Holy Land and the car wouldn't start. So I said to the people in the car, let's pray the double our Father. <laughs> they said, what's the double our Father? So I showed them and we prayed it. And guess what? The car started. Oh yes these little things. People say, that's superstition. That's not superstition. That's faith. That's faith. That's faith. That's faith. Let's continue, verse 11. Soon afterwards, he went down, called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. As he approached the gate of the town, 
A man who had died was being carried out. He was his mother's only son, and a large crowd from the town was with them. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her. Compassion means to suffer with. And he said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the bear, and the bearers stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, rise. The dead men sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has looked favorably on his people. I tell you, more than a prophet, a king, a lord, God himself in the second person of the Blessed Trinity. This word about Jesus raising up the widow's son throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. I tell you, if people started to follow Jesus because he healed the sick and cast out demons, they're going to follow him now because he raises the dead. And I'm going to tell you what, the Pharisees and the Sadducees are going to get very angry. They're jealous of Jesus. The only thing we want to use jealousy for is our faith. We want people to become jealous of what we have so that they can have it too. Oh, yes. I want people to be jealous of what I have so that they can have it too. God gives it to everyone who wants it. God gives the Holy Spirit to everyone who wants it. Unfortunately, many people don't ask for the Holy Spirit. Many people aren't ready for the Holy Spirit. I don't know why, but the Holy Spirit scares people. But he's no scaring person. He brings peace and does wonders. Oh, yes, I could not live without the Holy Spirit. I could not live without the Spirit of God. I could not minister without the Spirit of God. How I need the Holy Spirit. How I need the third person in the Blessed Trinity. Because he glorifies Jesus. What do we learn today? Do not judge. Do not judge and you will not be judged. What else have we learned today? Put the Word of God in our hearts, and our heart will speak goodness. But also, when we speak evil, that's a problem of the heart. That's heart trouble. Oh, yes, that's heart trouble. What else have we learned today? Two foundations. The one who hears God's word, Jesus' word, builds his house on a rock. And the one who hears God's word in Christ and doesn't heed it, builds his house on sand. And what happens? It falls. It falls. Where is your house built? Let it be built on Jesus himself and upon his word. The angel of the Lord
declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. For homework, why don't you get a blank paper and write down all the words of Jesus that you remember? Just for yourself, not for me, but for yourself all the words of Jesus in the scripture that you remember. Do it. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.